Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. Today we're watching episode 223 of Power Rangers, Power Rangers Turbo, episode 18, Passing the Torch, part one. It aired September 10th, 1997, is written by Shooky Levy. Levi? Levy? Let me go back and forth. I say Levy, Levy but I'm pretty sure it's Levi. I said Levy without thinking about it, so that's Let's go with Levy. what it is. Let's go with your gut. Him and Shell Danielson. and Shell, oh no. And directed by Shooky Levy. Well, let's see what happens. So, let's reserve judgment. Okay. I don't love Shook and Shell episodes, usually. T- historically, they're bad. That is that is true. So we'll see what happens when they do pass this torch. There is a torch that needs a passing. But first, if you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording, we go watch an episode of Power Rangers, we come back and we talk about it. And you can follow along via Netflix and the DVDs. And I know it gets better, because the Jacket episode is next week. Very excited about that. And then also that article we read that we talked about in the last episode definitely hints towards Turbo getting good as soon as the torch is passed. So, very excited. Shift into Turbo! And we just watched Passing of the Torch, part one. Oh, was it called Passing of the Torch? I just called it Pass That Torch. <laughs> In my head. I think I called it Passing the Torch. I think it was Passing of the Torch. I should still have it up. I genuinely don't remember. It's just Passing the Torch. Oh, phew. You look like the idiot. It's definitely not, not Pass That Torch. Pass That Torch, though. <laughs> I mean, they're gonna. Welcome to Pass That Torch. Everyone's favorite Power Rangers changing game show. There's two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it. every time they switch powers, it's different. There's different rules each time. Yeah, this sort of light. I don't. We don't know. No torch was passed in this episode. Spoilers. Yeah. Whoops. But, <laughs> but I don't remember there being a sort of light in the next episode at all. So no. There's a weird ceremony. There, That's there, next episode there's stuff. Like, there's like a. There's like an aggro crag. <laughs> yeah, and they got to get to the top of that radical rock. Get that radical rock. Morphergrid.tumblr.com is our website. So it's heyjakeandjosh.com. That's where the archive is of seasons one through three and all the bonus stuff for those episodes. Seasons? Those seasons. seasons. Guess I woke up from a nap just like right before we watched the episode. <laughs> right before we started recording. So like, woof. I'll wake up. I'll, it'll be fine. I'll be fine. If you want to email us, you can do that at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid or on Facebook, but whatever. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. And if you want to leave us a rating review, that'd be great. We don't have any new ones. No. So, I mean, that makes me a little sad. But, like, guys, if you haven't, please consider it. Makes us, it makes us happy. And finally, we are on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Josh. If you go there and donate a little bit every month, you get some cool stuff in return. And the first episode of our coverage of the Tattoo Teen Jelly Fighters from Beverly Hills is up. It's episodes one through three is what we go over. Pretty bananas. It's, it's nuts. A, it's a pretty nuts show. We've recorded the second episode. And that's all we're doing until we hit the next T-T-A-F-F-B-H milestone. <laughs> I got a shortcut for that in my brain now because of also, how much I think about it. It's also the next milestone Yes, in general. It's only a dollar, so if you want to go give a dollar and check it out, then maybe decide whether or not you want to keep giving a dollar. <laughs> 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 or more. You can do more. We love more. 
Look, when I wake up from a nap, I get—I guess I get turned into a huckster. I'm sorry. Anyway, that's all—that's all the business stuff. We got some emails. You don't talk about you. Josh's all laughing at me. This is what he said. Keep giving a dollar. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, let's talk about some emails. Okay, so first up is from Morpheus. It says, "Hey guys, it's Morpheus. You're a Canadian Power Rangers fan with a head cannon. It kind of makes sense when you think about it." That's the that's the plan on most headcanons. Uh, my big theory is that Demetria was actually working with Divatox the whole time. All right, you've got my attention. <laughs> uh, my reasoning for this is because when you think about it, think of it as Zordon being the manager of a restaurant and Divatox has a rival restaurant that she wants to take over the whole restaurant business. Okay, so Zordon, Mr. Crack, is playing. Obviously. <laughs> uh, Demetria's Karen? <laughs> Demetria is... If Squidward was a double agent. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but she's evil, so she doesn't want to take them down in the traditional sense. She wants to do it in an evil way. And what better than to send somebody in from the inside to sabotage the entire thing? Because after Zordon got, quote, promoted and left, Demetria was brought in. And as you have pointed out, and anyone who's watched has seen, uh, she's literally no help. Uh, not to mention, she fires Alpha 5 and brings in Alpha 6. Sigh. Couple things. Number one, she doesn't. Zordon's like, oh, I'm taking Alpha. Yeah. Uh, and number two, Alpha 6 is pretty all right. He's fine. He's, like, the most not awful thing yeah. about Turbo so far. It's weird how when you watch it for fun, you're like, oh, these problems that I have with it. Yeah. And then when you watch it critically, you're like, well, those aren't actually problems. But, <laughs> whoa, boy, are there a whole lot of other problems. Like, their boss is horrible. Even to go as far as saying, okay, these guys have been rangers for too long and we need some fresh faces because it all fell apart with the new guys, but we'll keep we'll, we'll keep the kid because he'll bring them down. Uh, so she replaces all of them, minus Justin, of course. Brings in TJ, Carlos, Ashley, and Cassie and decides, all right, here's no guidance. Go do your job now. Uh, <laughs> of course, once the big rush happens, uh, you have Chase into space, and she suddenly decides, oh, I have to go corporate now, and I'm going to take your blue robot with me, and disappears forever, leaving me with the theory that uh, the end of Turbo was a conspiracy from the inside out. So in conclusion, this is a headcanon that I have thought of while sitting at work, sorting cards, uh, but I have no doubt in my mind that Demetria was evil and sabotaged them from the inside. Love to hear your thoughts. Morpheus. I don't think so. I don't think... I Yeah, I... Demetria just feels more like a bad leader. Yeah, if you've ever worked in retail, like your your big two, your red or blue retail versions, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you can figure out what we're alluding to. I mean, uh, we talk about them all the time by name. Yeah, but I don't. I'm about to blast them, so okay. I don't want. I don't. <laughs> um, most of the time, your managers are just the dumbest people. They're the, they're just kiss asses, so they get promoted. They're not actually good at managing or leading uh, in any way. Um, and I think that's what Demetria is. I think Demetria probably just kissed the right asses and got promoted. <laughs> she kissed Zordon's not the, the back of his head, the back of his head, <laughs> the back of his tube. <laughs> All right, here's your job. If you look at Zordon from behind his tube, do you see the back of his head, I feel like or no do matter you see where his you, face I, from the back? I feel like no matter where you are looking at that tube, you're only seeing face. Okay. <laughs> Or else it just gets too weird. Except in the movie. In the movie, I'm sure you can get around to the other side and check out what the back of his head looks like. But it's different rules over there. It's a right. whole different Zordon. And to this day, him like returning to life and going, Rangers! Is how Zordon sounds in my head. Because I have bad opinions about Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you for the uh, for the email, Morpheus. Um, I feel like it could be an inside job. But I, I feel like just the is like more incompetent than anything. 
And so like Demetria. And Diva Talk. Diva Talk's also wrong. is not confident. <laughs> no. But <laughs> I wish the metaphor worked more perfectly to our SpongeBob uh, Mr. Krabs Plankton metaphor. Yes. I wish we could have figured that out. Because there could have been the whole like the episode where Pearl was hired there and Mr. Krabs couldn't tell her no, so she like ruined the crusty crab. Yeah. <laughs> Except it maybe, didn't it worked. It was that was a weird episode. Maybe Diva Talks. Not Diva I keep doing that. Maybe Demetria is Pearl. It's Pearl. And so Zordon hires her. And she's like, we and can't sell Krabby Patties. We can only sell salads. So SpongeBob doesn't know how to say salad, so he calls it salad. A salad. <laughs> and also, she can only speak in questions, <laughs> <laughs> which is really the worst part of all of this. Now we got an email from James saying, uh, what could have been? Uh, hey, guys, I found an interesting rumor. Uh, during production of Turbo, a completely different episode titled Rangers in Concert, written by Colleen White, was originally meant to be the mid-season finale. It would have focused on not only Carlos, whose surname was originally Chavez, and Ashley, who was originally named Missy, but also Lieutenant Stone's niece, Jenny, from Cars Attacks, uh, and she was originally named Ashley, as well as introduced Tanya's intern at KAGV named Michael, who was a prototype of TJ, as well as have the current Power Rangers fighting a cockroach monster called the Rock and Roach. At the end of the episode, Blue Centurion would have been fixed, and Tommy Cat, Adam, and Tanya... Uh, would have seen the full Millennium message, revealing that Michael, Ashley, Carlos, and Missy as the next team and the ones who save the world from the United Alliance of Evil. But this script was scrapped. Ooh, that's a sentence. <laughs> the script was scrapped. The script was scrapped when Doug Sloan and Anne Austin were both fired. You know, I kind of believe that because, uh, like, they definitely set up Jenny yeah. as being the new Pink Ranger. And then they're like, nah. No, Jenny sucked. No, you sucked. <laughs> I could totally buy that, especially because, like, this whole area of Power Rangers, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Rangers episodes and this one seemed like they were done in a hurry. Yeah. To kind of fix some problems that they were about to have. Yeah. Um, I liked this episode. This episode was awesome, but they definitely shot it really quick because there's only three locations. That's true. Well, I guess four, if you count like the the bus and the bus stop. We'll talk about it. Anyway, that's all we got for emails. Thank you guys very much. We got a quick news. We got a news. Hot off the presses. Like, breaking. We got this while we were watching it. Yes. I'm still getting tweets about it right now. <laughs> Josh, you want to hit him with that news? I'll hit him with that news. It's movie news. It is. Alpha 5 is confirmed for the movie, and he is to be played, I don't know if that means physically or voice, by Bill Hader. I'm sure it'll be a voice. Bill Hader also played the voice of BB-8. Really? A part of it, anyway. I don't that know. That movie does a lot of cool stuff with famous people. Yeah, I was a... Yeah, James Bond's in it. Yeah. Daniel Craig's in it. Who was just chilling at Archer today. Shannon, yeah, that's weird. Shannon saw him. Uh, <laughs> what is a job like that even like? <laughs> I don't know. Why was Daniel Craig there? Well, Archer is just... It's like a spy is, show. Is Bond. It's like, what if Bond was, like, a garbage dude... But not Austin Powers. Right. So I guess Daniel Craig was just like in Atlanta. I was like, let me check out this show that. <laughs> it just won an Emmy. Yeah. It's on the it radar. It just won an Emmy. Um, I'm very excited about the news that Bill Hader is going to be in the movie. I'm not excited about the news that we have confirmed <laughs> an Alpha 5 in this weird, gross movie. I am excited to see what Alpha 5 looks like. Not in a good way, but in a like, ooh, I want to see how bad they I do, do this. I do want to see how bad it is. Also, we got some posters. We did get posters. Uh, that are, you guys know my feelings about this. <laughs> I'm very salty about this whole thing, and I don't trust it, and I will not be tricked by this movie. But 
Some of the posters look pretty okay. Yeah. Um, I don't like Billy's. I like that it, we get to see, like, the Triceratops head, which is cool, but Billy's just, like, Burt Reynoldsing on the <laughs> nose of it, and I'm like, that's not Billy. Like, that's not a Billy thing to that's do. That's this Billy. This is more and more, like, they're the characters in name only at this point. Yeah, and I just, I don't know why they wouldn't just do something new then. If I mean, I know why. It's because they want know. that money. In, like, 17 years, we're going to make a new movie again, and it's going to be crazy, you guys. It's gonna. It's not gonna be based on anything or a sequel. It's just gonna be a brand new thing. It's gonna be bananas. No one's gonna know how to deal with it, and hopefully, it won't do poorly. But until then, get ready for the parade. But they they all look pretty neat. It's them in their suits with their helmets off, just like on their Zords. Yeah, the Zords are colored. There's like good. They are chunks of color on them. I can't think of a better word, but there's yeah. like a lot, a good amount of color. Yeah, they're well, not just also, like here's gray with like some really gray blue highlights on it. The only one that I can really say that for sure about though is the Triceratops, because every other one seems like it's bathed in a light. Maybe Mastodon is also black, but yellow right. to me seemed like there was just like oh, it's a yellow light on it. So I mean, maybe it is, but. I'm, I'm hoping it's at least colorful. That's all I want in my movies is, like, color? Well, tough. I just want some color. Hey, guys, can I make another prediction about there's this movie? There's definitely, like, there, it is in, a, like, a yellow light, but you can see there's definitely yellow parts okay. on it, too. Okay, well, that's yeah. that's something, I guess. Can I make another prediction about this movie? Yep. The final battle between the the Megazord and whatever the Megazord is fighting in the final battle, either Goldar made from all the gold harvested on Earth or Giant Rita or whatever. I think we can go ahead and say that that is not from the actual script. Look at this point. <laughs> I'm not ruling it out. I feel... At this point, we'll be lucky if Goldar's in the movie. I don't. I just it looks don't. like it's just Rita versus the Rangers. That's... That's booty. <laughs> that's not Rita's... Business but, but at all that might oh, maybe that is evidence towards that she's looking for the gold exactly. Anyway, let's wait and see. Whenever whatever the final battle is, I'm gonna predict right now it takes place in the rain. I I can almost guarantee <laughs> that that final fight will take place. In oh, the absolutely. Rain because then you can hide the Megazords like easier, <laughs> and they love just covering up their work. It's the only bad part about Pacific Rim is that every fight takes place at night or in the rain. Yep, and you can't tell what it's easier to doing. fake CGI that yeah. way. I don't. I just. I want to <laughs> see. I don't care if it looks fake. Cause guess what? I know it's fake. I right. know that you didn't make a giant robot to fight downtown anywhere. The only way it's not going to look fake is if you put some guys in some refrigerator boxes and let them punch each other, which honestly would be so much cheaper. It would be. And you there, there are companies that could make. Ball in suits for way cheaper than that CGI would cost. Oh, yeah. Like, just way cheaper. You just have to buy some, like, miniature trees and stuff. Yeah, just do some, like, do the just do the work. No, nobody wants to do the work. They just, just want to make the buck. Just do the work. <sighs> anyway, so that's all of our news uh, that we got. Here's, here's my big problem with Alpha 5 being in the movie is that, uh, as Dowd pointed out, all well, actually, as as Joe Hunter pointed out, and then Dowd made a joke about this is all the PR has been like it's real, it's it's realistic. This oh, is man. realistic so this is Power be, Rangers. Maybe Alpha Five will be like Marvin. It'll be a Roomba. Oh. That's real. Because so Bill Hader is just going to be making beef noise. Just making beef. He's going to be BB Eight again. Yeah, BB Eight was so hot. I just There's want... so many BB Eight stuffs. 
Yeah, they're gonna gotta make get a, it on that BB-8 market with some controlled Alpha Five. You can control with your phone. <laughs> Look, I think that's neat, but I just don't want to be a, a Roomba. <laughs> worried to be Roomba just, Five. Just cleaning up the command center all the time. I'm also worried that like the tone is gonna be really weird and like disjointed. I think they're gonna want their cake and to eat it too. And it's gonna be, be like, like Turbo. Half of them want to make a fun movie, yeah. and half of them want to make a service movie. Except they don't. It's not gonna be half and half. It's gonna be. Most of it's gonna be a super source movie, real. It's real. But then this there will be real. like there will be like a joke that's a bad callback to the show. Except yeah, Alpha Five is going to be nothing but bad callbacks, <laughs> and Bill Hader just doing his best. <laughs> but you can only do There's so, so much. There's so many good actors in this movie. Elizabeth Dang Banks is in the movie. And break Mr. Breaking Bad, Breaking whose name Bad I can't himself. remember. <laughs> Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston, thank you. Hammond Druthers is in the <laughs> movie as Zordan, and I just don't know what they're trying to do. Do you want to talk about the episode? I would love that. <laughs> We're 23 minutes in. I think well, we should shift gears. Let's shift into Turbo, then. Yeah, let's rip some velocity through right. this episode. We start off with Demon Talk sleeping in her bed, and her mom shows up in a hologram. <laughs> She has a face mask. I have a question about this face mask. Okay. So on the right, there's like a star, but right. it's just a window because you can see her eye in it. Yes. At first, I thought maybe there was something drawn on the cloth, but she has an eye painted on the top of Jeff her Hardy eyelid. Jeff Hardy style, yes. Yeah. That's fine. On the left side is where my question is. It's like a half moon that's just covering her face, I think. It's like a half moon, but it looks like... At first, I'm like, oh, is that a banana? And then I looked at it, I'm like, is that like part of a pancake? It looks like a pancake to me. <laughs> I got nothing. I don't know why she has a pancake on her sleep mask and why half of it doesn't cover anything. Her sleep mask should just be like something that if it's if it's weird and ornamentated like her normal mask, that's fine. That's cute. Whatever. Yeah. But like make it still like a sleep mask where like it covers your eyes like a sleep mask should. Right. Because this is literally just something annoying that you have to wear while you're asleep. (laughs) You don't have to, but she chooses to. But her snake head mom shows up. She has literal snakes crawling on her head. Does she ever get a name? Is she in any more episodes? I have no idea. I did not look, but she's got snakes on her head. She reminds me a lot of Samantha's mom from Bewitched. I don't know how much Bewitched you've watched in your day. I have watched quite a bit of Bewitched, but it uh, was a lo- I've watched a lot of Nick at Night when I was a kid. Same. Because it was like on after Snick. Right. But not recently. Well, I would watch it during the week. I, I don't know if I would stay up that late after Snick on Saturday Night Nick. Not Saturday, I didn't know where to be Sunday. I was up till like... Maybe 11 o'clock. Yeah, I would always switch over to <laughs> Disney Channel and watch Gargoyles. We didn't get that, so. Ah, that's a shame. Gargoyles rules. <laughs> was uh, Gargoyles on Disney? Yeah. I feel like it was on, like, UPN or something at it some was, point. Because I've definitely watched Gargoyles. It had a storied history that, okay. you know, this is not the podcast for okay. it. I used to watch reruns at, like, 11 and 11.30 during the summer, and so, like, they had, they start, like, the first day of summer that I was like, yeah, I'm going to stay up and watch it. It was the first episode of Gargoyles, and I was hooked. That show rules. Anyway, not the point. No. Back to Angora from Bewitched. I think that's her name. Uh, she's just like a mad mom, and that's almost literally what Diva Talks' mom is. Is she, is she dead, or is this like a projection? I think it's a projection. Okay. Because she's because we get like lineage stuff and yeah. like you're messing up the family name, which yes. I guess is also Diva Talks. The name Diva Talks, the is passed family down? name Talks. Okay, or just Talks maybe. But Diva Talks is one word. That's her stage name. <laughs> her real name is Deandra. It's like the Veronica, uh, the Dread Atox. Pirate Roberts. You yes. just pass it to the next. Exactly. So Diva Talks, 
is talking to Diva Talks. Maybe. <laughs> I know. I don't know if we ever see this woman again. I don't to be, either. To be completely let me, honest. Let me check. I'm okay, going to check. So she's like, if you don't shape up, you're going to be... Shape up or ship out. Shape up or ship out. You're going to be, you know, the laughing... You're going to be back, right back to the pirate eye patch factory. I don't think there's a whole factory for that. She's oh, like, that's a little gross. She's like, what? Uh, I typed Diva Talks in, and the second... Those boobs, right? Cleavage, specifically. Uh, well, at least it wasn't feet. That's the internet in a nutshell. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, so then she says, all you need to do to beat those Power Rangers once and for all is remove the leader. And she's like, remove the leader. Got it. And then her mom just keeps whispering, remove the leader. Remove the leader. Remove the leader. Like, she's fading away, but she's not she's leaving. Not at all. And she's, she's not, like, her pretending. Voice, her voice isn't even going down. Like, her, she's not even faking fading her voice. It's It's... I don't know what her, her point is. Uh, then we cut to the credits, and when we come back, it's on Tommy and Kat driving in a pickup truck. They're going camping with the rest of the team, the rest of the Rangers, and they are late but not too late because Tommy, his whole thing is that he's always late, which I like that they kept that character trait Yeah, from, from way back. Did you find anything about her mom? Yeah. Is that it? Her name's Mama D. Mama D. <laughs> Stands for Diva Talks, if I had to guess. And this is it. This is all I am uh, coming across here. Just this one episode. Yep. Power Rangers, what's up? What's up, friend? What are you doing? Oh, no, she might be also in the next episode, but she's not out of this story arc. She does not leave. Once the torch is passed, she also passes on yeah. to the nether she can realm. Fly, yeah, she finally lets go and can rest in peace. Good. Good for her. Rest in peace, Mama D. So, what was Kat wearing? She's got her hair down, first of all. That's a, it's a good hair look. It's been a while since her hair's been just, like, down. And it looks very good. She got on, like, a pink sweatshirt over a white shirt uh, and then jean shorts on. Also, do you remember last week when we were, when I was I specifically was like, what is this article of clothing called? Yes. It's literally just, like, put this on your shoulders. It's called a shrug, according to Ross. And Annie gave it a very proper name, but I literally just <laughs> received 12 texts in the last 10 minutes or, or, or tweets Probably more, so I can't find what it was, but she also gave a proper name for it, and thank you guys very much for I might, that. I might be able to find it. Okay. We cut to a bus, and guys, I'm so excited right now, because Cassie's here. And she is, she's got a song in her heart. She's got a song in her heart. Man, she's going to let it out. She's so bad at singing. <laughs> it's just awful. It's so bad. It's so what she- I imagine I sound like. Yeah, because in my head, I'm like, that's not so bad. But then I'm like, no, it is. You're, it's bad. She's singing on the bus. She got her headphones on and her Walkman with a tape in it. Because this is 1997. So, 97? Um, 98? 97. TJ is sitting next to her across the aisle. He's got a book. And he's like, hey, you're basically screaming. And everyone here is getting weirded out. And she's like, oh, sorry. I couldn't hear myself. So they introduce each other. Or, uh themselves to each other and cassie's like yeah i'm on my way to stone canyon because i got some like really cool relatives there it's gonna help me break into the music industry where are you going he's like oh i'm going to angel grove and she's like oh angel grove yeah, she's like oh cool cool neither uh, of them seem to have heard of angel grove not really uh, i did find annie's tweet okay it is a pink crochet lace short sleeve cardigan boom so there you go proper name thank you guys very much i can or finally rest a shrug or a shrug <laughs> Or whatever. You know what I can't do? Say shrug without shrugging. <laughs> you just did twice. I can confirm. Can't confirm. <laughs> so uh, we come back to Diva Talks. She's like, all right, send a platoon of pitons after Tommy and Kat. Specifically after Tommy. We got to remove the leader according to my mom. <laughs> over and over again. Over and over and over again. 
Cut to a campsite. Tanya is setting up a tent. I feel like Tanya set up this whole campsite while Adam and Justin were off getting eight pieces of fire. <laughs> and she's fine with it, but she definitely put it in the work. Uh, they're waiting on Tommy. She's like, yeah, Tommy was born late. You guys know that. <laughs> then we cut back to the bus. And TJ is going to Angel Grove because his dad played baseball. He wants to play baseball, and there's a really good baseball team in Angel Grove. And and I think, like, his dad's friend is the coach. Okay. I think. Definitely someone his dad knows yeah. is a baseball player. He used Angel to play Grove. ball with his dad. Yeah. Base-style ball, if we're wondering. So then Cassie's like, you any good? And he's like, I'm about to find he's out. Like, I hope so. That's kind of the thing. What about you as singing? She's like, same. Here's the thing, TJ. Like, I know you're being polite to this pretty new girl that you just right. met. First of all, first of all, first of all, Cassie obeyed. <laughs> Do we want to start what was Cassie wearing now, or are we going to wait till she's a power? I didn't agent? write it down, but she's not wearing any pink. She's wearing, like... It's like a plaid, long-sleeve like shirt. Like with a gray, a, yeah, it's a gray plaid yeah. with a white tank top under it. and Black like shorts black and shorts. some boots. Yeah. It's a good look, but she's not wearing any plaid. TJ is wearing orange, no red. It looks red in the bus, but they get out in the sunlight, and I'm like, oh, no, that's an orange In the harsh light of day, it is orange, yeah. yeah. Uh, which couple this with with Ashley wearing blue and— Blue and yellow. Blue. Well, she wore yellow in the—that's the uniform, but— Oh, you're right. The one she time had, we saw her outside, it was just blue. Right. Yeah, and they're then, doing a whole Kaku Ranger. Everybody wear the wrong colors Yeah, because I think they're trying to be like, oh, who's going where? Who's doing what? But I feel like in this episode, we definitely know who the Red Ranger is. Like we definitely know it's going to be TJ. It's not going to be yeah. Carlos. That's no. for sure. They stop at a rest stop, and he's like, all right, you got 15 minutes. Stretch your legs. So they like, you know, they, they go out. Cassie's like, oh, I got to buy some shades. Shades are the hardest thing to buy. She does not call them sunglasses. They're shades. They're shades. She's very cool. <laughs> <laughs> she puts them on, and he's like, she's like, are these cool? And he's like, yeah, if you want to make contact with alien life forms. And she's like, ah, you're Oh, hey, right. I got news for you guys. You're about to. <laughs> foreshadowing he's like what about those ones try those ones on and she puts them on and they're the worst and they oh god let's try to describe these they're like purple frames super thin super tiny little lenses and like big gaudy jewels but they, in the, yeah, they in go the ear handles really what are those far? called the the branches the ear handles the stems <laughs> the hooky parts the hooky parts <laughs> just like these josh and i have, have perfect eyesight sorry not sorry <laughs> i don't know what a glasses is called arms the arms of the glass. Uh, hands? The fingers. The, the fingers. glasses fingies. <laughs> anyway, they, they stick out like five inches off each side Way of her head. too far. She looks at TJ, the one who picked these out, and is like, huh? He's like... He's like, no, those are bad. Nope, whoops. <laughs> so she puts them away. We cut to the car chase. Tommy and Kat barreling down this empty highway, getting shot at by pitons on dirt bikes, which is pretty baller. Those pitons, that's the coolest they've ever looked. Ever. There, so then we cut back to... Wait, this is where they veer off the road, right? Uh, not yet. Onto like a dirt path? That's not now? Oh, no, they did. Yeah, they did turn off. Because right? I think they turn off and then we cut away. Yeah. And then we, we cut back to the bus stop where TJ's outside on the bench waiting for the bus. Cassie's still inside. She's got like a Back to the Future 2 hat on. <laughs> and she's like, huh? And he's like, no. No, he does like a thumbs up, thumbs down. Like, come on. <laughs> she gets pouty. These two are being real cute. They're being real cute. <laughs> Guys, Is into he, it. CJ watch. CJ, I think that's our best. I option. think it's the only way yeah. we could do it because TJ's name is letters. <laughs> and Tassie just puts way too much on the Cassie part. Right. So let's go with CJ watch. Badoop, badoop, badoop. <laughs> 
Anyway, we'll see how this goes going forward because I don't really remember anything well, about this. I remember one thing about Cassie's love life, and it's not I remember TJ. two things about Cassie's love life. Now I remember two <laughs> things. Uh, so anyway, we come back to Tommy and Kat. Tommy does a dumb thing. Shocker. He, he's like, Kat, get out, and pushes her out of the car. Yep. Uh, and she, like, rolls down the side of the road. It's like an embankment. She loses her key. Which everyone will do over the course of this episode <laughs> at least once. Yep. So Tommy spins the car around, the, the truck around, gets out, and then it, the car gets shot and blows up, which is pretty cool. Yeah. At Explosion this, sends Tommy flying. He, like, smacks his head on the ground. Yeah. He's, he's out. He's out cold. This is the first of 900. Tommy! We're gonna. They're getting their stuff in, brother. They are just getting all of them out. Because we we know, guys. We know that there's only one more episode with these people, right? right. So they got to get all their Tommy. They're never gonna be able to scream that ever again <laughs> until Dino Thunder. So they want to get all their Tommies in, and boy howdy, <laughs> do they do that? I did not count, but I we must crack ten. Um, easy, easily. Cat, oh, sorry, we cut over to TJ. And he's like, "Hey, do you, do you, TJ and Cassie, did you hear that?" She's like, "Yeah, but whatever." And he's like, "I gotta go check it out." She's like, "No, you're gonna miss a bus." And TJ's, but he's he's halfway across the road already. He's running. He's out of there. He's I, like, "I can't just leave them." <laughs> I love that. I love that TJ's like gotta that. Go. That is the Power Ranger quality that yes. I look for. Is will they just rush into danger even if they don't know what's gonna happen? Like specifically a Red Ranger quality. Yeah, like, not rush into danger, but rush into help even if they yeah. don't know what the trouble is. If people need helping, like if they're gonna, gonna help you. If you're gonna you're gonna do it. Yeah, I I love that. And we get one other one thing from Cassie that I also really love. Uh, in a second, Cat distracts the Petons from Tommy and just runs into the field. Then we come back to Divatox, who's like, all right, send the poopy pods. <laughs> they're called putropods. You, you remember the poopy pods? But they're poops. She sends, she like hits the buttons, they like get chunked out of the submarine. But then they just teleport to where they need to go anyway. So, like, it's for the theatrics. Right. The, yeah. They already had the shot oh, of them. Oh, we coming should out. say, Diva, uh, Mama D called Divatox. She said, you're a witch. Act like it. Something along right. those lines. So she definitely has magic. But she just loves bombs so much. <laughs> she wants to get her stuff in as well. And also, this is this is the kind of thing where like you can want it real bad. It doesn't always mean you're going to be good at something. That is true. And the reverse is also true. Like Just because you're good at something doesn't mean you that can... doesn't mean you want to do it. You, do, you want to do it or that you can get to where you want to be. Right. Sometimes that just happens. <laughs> Harsh lessons from the Morphin Grid. Sorry, guys. <laughs> anyway, she's like, all right, send the Poopy Pods and a Flame Monster. This monster gets a name, but I will be darned if I can remember it. It was... Heat miser. I call <laughs> that was heat, it. Let's call him heat miser because I call him two. I call him flames monster and fire she, she says like, how else can I turn up the heat? Oh right, I have a fire guy. Let's get heat miser. Uh, and so the bay door opens and he's waiting. <laughs> right, he's like, which is my here. favorite thing is that like whatever monster she needs is waiting for her to open right. the door. So then we cut back to the campsite and uh, it's time for our last tandem watch, maybe. Maybe we still have another episode with them in it. Right, that's true. So who knows what could happen? But right. this is this is pretty hard because yeah. they're setting up a hammock. They're setting up a hammock and they're just like arguing. Like Tanya's like ties it off. She's like, no, you got to do it this way. He's like, oh, do it this way. Look at you're not. You're a mess. <laughs> they're just like being real cute and teasing each other. Cuties. Uh, so Justin gets grossed out and walks and away. Like, well, he smiles, <laughs> but he's like, I'm gonna go get some more firewood. Sure. And yeah, they got eight pieces, so that'll last. They're gonna like, need a couple more. Yeah. So he goes to get more, and a poop pot appears as he walks by. I swear when the camera tilted down and it was it was on the ground. Yeah. 
It was like he stepped on it. It was like in his path. No, it, he steps past it and then it materializes. Okay. Uh, when it did this, I, I like, I, I thought that it was like this is some firewood he's about to pick up, but then he walks right by it, <laughs> and then the pewter pot appears, and I was like, oh, good, there is a point to this shot. I was worried for a minute. Okay, I guess I just blanked on it coming in. I thought it was just always there. Everything happens so fast in this episode. It does. This episode is very fast paced and like dangerous like this is the most danger the rangers have yeah, ever been in like it's harsh it's the most danger until the end of the season yeah uh for sure so <laughs> they're forced to escape the planet they leave the whole they earth <laughs> it's nuts so adam's in the hammock he's like here's the secret to hammocks it's gotta be totally still totally chill yeah no quick movements just relax and, and she's like yeah right she's like whatever <laughs> she's like still like As working on working on a knot or whatever and she's then, still holding like she's still holding her half of it up, and he's like laying in it. <laughs> I feel like she's got it in at this point, but she's like, "I'm maybe she's like, I'm gonna unscrew this on you, just see how that goes." <laughs> uh, we don't need to because they hear Justin, I think, and he falls out of his hammock. Yeah, so they run to join Justin, who's been attacked by Heat Miser. He's so, been he's been attacked by Heat Miser. They go they go to help him because he yells for them. Yeah. that's what it was. But as they leave, the pupi pod is a is a man now. <laughs> It has grown into a monster. Yeah, it's that like long neck gorilla stegosaurus thing that. It, yeah, it and is. so they can't get by him. They have to right. fight him. So then we cut back to the bus stop where Cassie is stalling for TJ. She's like, "He's gonna be right back. Just like hold on." And the bus driver's like, "I got a schedule to keep. I can't be waiting. Are you are you on or are you off?" And then the bus pulls away. And there's Cassie. Still standing still at the standing bus there. stop. Because in her guts, she is a Power Ranger. Yep. And she knows. She keeps saying throughout the episode, I don't want to be here. I, I shouldn't be doing this. I wasn't and supposed then, to be here today. And then she runs headfirst into it yeah, anyway. Yeah, constantly. It's Like, awesome. I don't want to do this, but I'm going to go do this. R- but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> I'm going to complain about it. That's fine. Yeah. She still does the work. Yeah. And I love that. I love Cassie, and I love TJ, and I'm <laughs> sad that the other two Rangers are Carlos and Ashley. <laughs> Oh God! But oh, with no. I mean, it could have been. Maybe they get better. Maybe they get better. I mean, I think Carlos always has undertones of kind of a jerk, right? Uh, maybe Ashley learns how a- to act. Most of Ashley's problem is her bad acting. Yeah. Anyway, so she goes to she 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 hauls her suitcase off to go chase after TJ, uh, and they both come up to. She finds him like around like the wreckage, and then they like turn around like a corner of like a hill or whatever, and they see Cat fighting Petons, and they're like, what in the world is going on right now? TJ sees, like, the blown-up truck, and that's when Cassie comes up. No, I guess Cassie saw Cat beforehand and then found TJ? I kind of forget the order of this, because it happens real fast. I think that's what happened, because she comes up, and he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, missing my bus. (laughs) Which is nice. Cassie is, like, the new funny one, and it's a real nice change of pace from it being, like, Zach and then... Nobody, nobody, and then Rocky, and then nobody again, and then now it's nobody again. Now it's kind of Justin, right? I guess so, but he's not funny. No, <laughs> not in as, as any sense. Uh, but I like that, like the Pink Ranger is the one that gets to be funny and gets to be like brash and like yeah, cool. It's kind of a role reversal for Yellow and Pink. Yeah, for sure. For these two. This is like the, yeah, because usually it's like, oh, the yellow one is the one that will kill you real quick. And then now yeah. it's Ashley who but I But Ashley's think... the girly girl, but she's the yellow ranger. Yeah. Cassie, like, Tomboy might be kind of harsh. She's a, uh, she's like 
She's just cool. She, yeah, she's just chill. She's, she's a cool chick, yeah. and she's the Pink Ranger. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I I really like Cassie, guys. I don't know if I can. I don't Cassie know if, is pretty great. Yeah, there's one weird thing in this episode coming up, but other than that, Cassie is pretty great. In this episode? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I wrote that down. We'll <laughs> talk about that. We'll talk about it briefly. We're not gonna dwell yeah. on it. Uh, so they run by. They go to help Cat, but they run by another poop pod. Uh, and then more pitons show up as they get near Tommy. Like they run by him. They don't see him yet, but they run near him. And then Pitons show up. They start fighting. Cassie's like, I'm not even supposed to be here. Like, I shouldn't be here. I should have just been on that bus. But she's still fighting. I love that because they're just people right now. Yeah. There's nothing special about TJ and Cassie. No. They're fighting these Piranatrons. They're, like, they're sweating. And they're just, like, giving everything they're, they like, have to this fight. they're dirty already because yeah. they were, like, hiding behind a dirt It's just, mound. it looks so cool. Everything about this is so cool. Plus, they're, like, baller at fighting too yeah like cassie does like some like at really fir- sweet flips. at first she's like oh no i can't fight but then she just starts kicking butt like, right she just turns it she's on she's really dodgy at first but she does start actually yeah. fighting she does one like really sweet like lucha libre move where yeah they, like grab her by the arm and she has like a cartwheel to get out of the wrist lock essentially yep and it's nice so we cut back to heat miser who justin's about to morph and he knocks justin's key away we cut over to tanya and adam and tanya like tricks the stegosaurus gorilla into getting hung up on the hammock yeah this I is mean, not great no because he just walks right into it because they're like we can't get by this guy so tanya sees the hammock and is like oh perfect and runs over. she's like hey stink breath come this way and like runs ducks under it he just runs into it and falls over yeah and he's out he's done well he's he look he he can't stand back up he's we so get weird. we get a shot of him on the ground just like oh wiggling no. his arms and legs he can't even see because his head's so weird <laughs> then we cut back to the fight with cat and cassie tj see she sees cassie and tj and is like who are you these people why are they helping me and then goes back to fighting cassie murders a piton and yep. tj knocks one out he's like this is a bad this, this is, is the bad. bad part she he, tj's like Oh, where'd you get so good at fighting? And she goes, my ancestors invented it. Okay. Oh, Power Rangers, you're, yes, yep. technically you're right. Yes, but like, that's not a good, that's not a good line. No. That's not a good thing to say. Uh, we're going to, we're going to whistle we're, past We're going to move past we're it. We're going to whistle It happened. It. Let's move on. Let's learn and grow. <laughs> Alpha calls Tanya. And he's like, yo, Tanya, Kat and Tommy are in some trouble. And she's like, hey, I have a newsflash for you. Also, we are too. Yes. Like. Why, don't, why aren't you worried about us? <laughs> this might happen in a minute, but she's like, or Adam, either her or Adam are like, let's morph. And Heat Miser has like super sensitive hearing to the word morph and is like, I nope. Guess. And just drop kicks the morphers out of uh, their hands. That's in like two seconds. But yeah, it, we might as well yeah. just talk about it now. Uh, they, and they, I feel like Tommy was now approached by another gorilla man. And that's yes. when that's when Alpha calls them, and they're like, "Well, we can't. We are going to die here." Well, so Alpha calls them to be like, "Hey, they're in trouble." Then we cut to Tommy. Who's out cold? Where the poop pod comes and starts dragging him away. Okay. Or go. Or is walking up to him. Then we. Then we like go over to Cassie, who's like, I don't want to be involved in this, and she's still like reluctant, but she doesn't leave. She just no. keeps, and she keeps going to fight more. Like she's actively yeah, engaging. Yeah. Because TJ runs over to help Cat more, and she's like, I don't want to do this. He's like, Neither do I. But what are we gonna do? Leave her here? Right. And she's like, Oh, you're right. It runs in. Yeah. It's great. It's just really good. It's yeah. like, I just like Power Rangers being Power Rangers, which is, <laughs> which is why I'm worried about the first two-thirds of the movie that they're right. about to make, because I know how movies are now, and I feel like uh, there's going to be a moment where, like, oh, we're not getting along. Uh, yeah, it's, oh, it's going to spawn a whole I, cinematic Power Rangers universe. Oh, they want to do, like, eight, nine movies. <laughs> 
Yeah, just like all, do all the yeah, Power Yeah, 7, Rangers. 8, 9, 10 movies. 10 movies, 12, 45 movies, yeah. You're never going to live long enough to see the last Power Rangers movie. No, well, maybe that's a, that's a small mercy then. <laughs> that's a real thing they said about Star Wars. <laughs> no, that Disney bought it up. Well, yeah. Every year in December, retail is the worst place to be because it's going to be all Star Wars all the time. Mm-hmm. Every year, forever. Every from year now in on. December, retail is the worst place to be anyway. And now there's a Star Wars. And happening. now it's Star Wars, too. So great. I gotta get out before I gotta get out before the holiday season. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we cut back to you, Tanya and Adam getting their keys kicked away. That's what happens. He roundhouse kicks them out of their hands because he is like ready for them to do this. Uh, then we cut back to Cat, who's like telling TJ and Cassie to leave, and they're like, "No, like they just they just say like, no, we're just like here, we're gonna help, like we're just here, yeah, deal with it." Then the worst thing happens in the episode. Second worst, because that ancestor's uh, line is pretty bad. Yeah, this is pretty bad. But this is also very bad. She sees Tommy getting dragged away by a poop monster. By a gorilla stegosaurus. He's not made of poop. He just comes from a poop. <laughs> from a poop egg. Um, and she's like, Tommy! Tommy! Like, just like, like five, five times. Five we get like months. half of the Tommies in the episode she right now. She goes to run for him, and a single piranatron Holds her back. Well, she she run. The group is fighting piranatrons. Yes, Cat, Cassie, TJ. They're all fighting piranatrons. She stops fighting. Says, "I have to find Tommy," and runs away, leaving them, these two civilian human <laughs> two beings, nobodies. to fight these piranatrons. She does not care. She no. runs away, and one piranatron follows her. She's like, "Tommy, Tommy, 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 Tommy!" And so he grabs her by the arms. He's like holding her by the completely elbows. incapacitated. She yeah. cannot move. She's looking at Tommy the entire time. He's getting dragged away. In a minute, we'll cut back, and we'll yeah. cut away, and we'll cut back. And when we come back, she doesn't know where Tommy went. She gets away by throwing her arms up and elbowing the Piranatron. This Ru- still looking forward, runs toward yes. Tommy, gets to the truck. Oh, where'd you go? Where'd you go, guys? This kills me to say this. This is bad. Cat sucks in this Cat episode. Sucks. This is the <laughs> character assassination of Cat Hillard by the cowards. Shell shook and shell shook and shell. They did. They did me dirty <laughs> in this one. They couldn't. They're like I don't know how many more they do because like we're switching producers. And I think they're going to take a more hands off approach. Well, they on. at least write the next one too. Right, but like they couldn't just leave well enough alone. They had to also absolutely character assassinate my favorite ranger. Yep. How dare you two? You're on my list. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh it's a very short list. It's got 1997 Hulk Hogan and you two on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh we cut back to Tanya taking care of business. Uh, she's like whomping on, on heat miser. She ain't scared. She's got her keys somewhere, but she doesn't care. Adam goes to like get his key through a fire. Like a fire happens all of a he, sudden. He breathes fire. That's one of his powers. He yeah. breathed. He did it to Justin when they first met. Right. He does it again here. And now every shot of him for the, I think the rest of this episode, there's like a fire filter over it. Well, well there's like this thing called a fire stick. It's like basically like this long tube with holes in it that you put like like some sort of flammable in it and right. you light on fire and it comes up through the tubes and you just hold it right in front of the camera. Right. Well, that's so, what they do. Yeah, so they, they do that for the rest of the It's only in front of him, but it goes to the rangers. They're not no, in... No, it's over. Oh, no, it is because yeah. Adam pulls his key out of the fire. He's like, oh, it's hot. And he like hot hachi, potatoes hachi, hachi, hachi. it. <laughs> uh, so then Alpha's like, Tommy and Cat are in trouble. And she's like, hey, we have a fire monster to deal with. Like, I'm sorry, Alpha. Like, <laughs> we're, we're busy. So then we cut back to Cat who's like, where'd Tommy go? Oh. 
And then, <laughs> and then Cassie runs up and she's like, hey, we got to go. Like, this is not getting better. There's more and more of these things every second. Like, we need to leave. Instead of leaving, they go back to fighting because they can't get out because there's so many piranhas. Right. We cut to a cave where this stegosaurus gorilla drags in Tommy and just drops him in front of... So it's a cave, but it's also a factory. Sure. Because uh, this is a giant industrial-sized spool of wire. Yeah. Just there. That's, that's, uh, that's like to tie him up, I bet. <laughs> Probably. And then Demotox is there. And all her goons. And her goons. And she just stands over his body like, oh, finally, you're where you belong. Yeah. At my feet. Ah, ha, ha. Cut to credits. Yeah. Josh, mm -hmm. I started. You did. What is the best? Cassie and TJ. So good. Those fight seats. Like, the episode as a whole is good because it's, like, action-packed. It's fun to yeah. watch. It went by quick, which is how you know the episode was fun and good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but they're, they're so great. They're so... because And, like, the, the great thing is it's not... They're not great just for one reason. No, watching them in this episode, I'm like, those two feel like Power Rangers. Yes. Did it, not feel that way about Carlos and Ashley. Not even a little These bit. These two definitely feel like Power Rangers. And like, because they're on the bus, they're being cute, they're flirting, and they're being funny. And then in the bus stop, they're they're being funny. And yeah, even even through all of the fighting, we get a lot of character development. Yeah, for they're those still two. like bantering back and forth, and it like it just helps build the characters yeah. up. And then there's also real great fight scenes. They help Cat for no reason. A they, truck blows up. There was a and knocks Tommy out. Tommy has like three lines. That's it. So this past Tuesday, John Cena lost clean to Dean Ambrose okay. on television. First time in seven years he has lost clean on television. He's lost on pay-per-views. That's what right. I'm saying, right? But not on TV since like 2009, okay? And then in this same week we happen to be watching the episode where Mr. Power Rangers himself gets knocked out. <laughs> and two nobodies got to pick up the mantle. Yep. Just a weird happenstance that happened that way. <laughs> that, that Power Rangers John Cena... Takes a dive the same day, the same week. Right. Essentially, the regular style John Cena does. But yeah, I really like them. What's the worst? Cat. I hate it. I hate saying this. That's the worst. <laughs> good job. She you guys looks, did it. Shook and Shell, you did it. She looks so good. She does look good. She looks so good in this episode. But, but she's, she's so she's so useless. There's one point, it's at the end of the episode. Tommy's gone. They still have to fight Piranatrons. So they're still fighting Piranatrons. And Kat just stops and watches. Yeah. And she stops fighting. Like, the first... The, the Piranatron fight starts because Kat lures them away, which you look at it and you go, oh, yeah, no, that's cool. She's luring them away from Tony. Tony? Tony. Tommy. <laughs> I woke up... Hey, I, took, Tony. I took way too long of a nap today, guys. It was, it was a wreck. Anyway, so she, she lures them away from Tommy, which you think is like, oh, that's cool. She's getting them away from danger. But that's not what Kat would do. Kat would stay and defend Tommy. Yeah. Like, that's... That's how that should have gone, and then they should have seen and it. And the part where she stops, it's the last thing we see of Kat. She stops and watches TJ and Cassie fight. I I see what they're trying to do. To, oh, look at them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, they're really good. And it would have been fine. Maybe they, they could power range. Probably, yeah. But, <laughs> but it's just like Kat would not stop fighting to watch two other people fight her battle. It would have been fine if they would have done everything else. If it would have been, like... Or if she, like, stopped for a second and then kept helping. Right. But she just stops and then it cuts away to Tommy in a cave. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Like, like, I don't want to hate Kat, but she's bad in this episode. Right? And I think they're just trying to make her look bad so they can shuffle her off. They're making her replacement look real good. She's for sure going out on her back. So, like, <laughs> so that's, again, pretty pro wrestling. Who's the MVP? 
I'm giving it to Cassie. I gotta give it to Cassie. I love TJ. In this I episode. will. I will give it to TJ for variety and because he's the one who got Cassie into the desert. That is true. I'm gonna give it to Cassie though. That's fine. For, I, I I don't disagree for a host of reasons. <laughs> uh, and that's it for the episode. Unless you have any final thoughts. Uh, no, I'm just I'm can't wait to see what episode two does right before before everything changes right before the anchor crag scene yeah uh, so morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website you can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com we're on Twitter at morphingrid we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid we're on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Plus if you want to Google Plus Google Play Google whatever we're on a Google sorta. Sort of. I mean, we're barely even on it five to ten minutes of us is on a Google uh, if you want to write a review that would help us out a lot we'd really appreciate it. Uh, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash Jake and Josh. The Tattoo Teen Jail and Fighters from Beverly Hills episode is up, like I said in the beginning. I think it's a good one. I think you should check it out. If you haven't yet and you're already a patron, go check that out. It's up. It's interesting. It's very interesting. The next one is a shorter episode that we do because we only do two that time. And we don't have to do any setup because we, we talk about like the setup of the show for, for a minute right? Um, in the first episode. Uh, but the second one, we talk about... Two very strange episodes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, go check those out. If you if you are wondering what Tattoo, Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills is like, we got you covered. We got you back. Yeah, we were watching that, so you don't have to. But it's only 7 bucks on Amazon, so maybe check it yeah, out. Yeah, $7.82, <laughs> so like, it's, that's not a bad investment. And we never mentioned our other podcast, but I feel like we should. Yeah. Let's, let's do it now. Okay. We'll do it again in like 20, 25 episodes. Uh, so we got Pokemon World Tour where we go through every episode, every every town, city, route, and landmark in the Pokemon world uh, one by one. And it's real fun. It's a good time. Sister podcast has Pokemon World Tour United, which is an actual play RPG where we play the Pokemon tabletop United RPG. And it's uh, been described as super cute by multiple sources. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a real good time. We got Gas Cast. Cool Kids Table is the new one, which is another RPG show where we do other stuff that's not Pokemon. Uh, we do them in shorter bursts. Yeah. Um, those That's also real fun. Uh, Ryu Thomas is the one that's currently going up now. We have uh, All Out of Bubblegum, which was crazy. And just nuts. Just, that game is nuts. It's, nuts. it's a nuts game. I'd like to revisit that one, but way in the future. We got, we got a couple things coming that are going to be very fun. Yes, for sure. Uh, and that's it. Is that it? I also started a new podcast. It's not up yet, though, uh, and it won't be up when you hear this. It'll be maybe <laughs> October. It's called Explain Me an Anime, where I have uh, a guest come on and try to explain an anime to me. Uh, it's very fun. The first episode uh, was Matt J from the Super Sentai Brothers, and uh, it, was, it was a good time uh, about a really low-key anime. Like a <laughs> super dupe. It was like Yu-Gi-Oh, but with a real game, and it was not crazy. Like Yu-Gi-Oh is. So it's it's pretty good. So look for that. I'll let you guys know, obviously, when it goes up. But that's the other stuff that we do. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Yep. So this Friday, the thrilling conclusion. Torches. Torches? Tor- torches will be passed. That's what I was trying to say. Thank you. Passes will be torched. But until then, may, may the, the power protect you. Protect you. Uh, wetting my whistle here. Great. It's a wet what a whistle. wet whistle that is. <laughs>